Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. How are your kids at cleaning their teeth? New research from Life Education shows that only half of all Aussie kids are brushing their teeth twice a day. They've released their research just in time for the Easter school holidays when kids are more likely to fall out of routine, plus eat lots of chocolate eggs. Kelly Sloan from Life Education is in the studio. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, I'm really well. Why is good oral care so important for lifelong health? Well, what we we teach at Life Education is if you set up healthy habits from an early age, they stay with you for life. So even if the kids or the little preschoolers aren't quite getting it right, it's about the habit. You can finish it off as a parent. In fact, you have to because their hand coordination isn't terrific. Um, But if you set up the habits and they learn to just do it and get on with it and have it done, um, they'll they'll have those healthy habits for life probably. It's true, isn't it? Because as an adult, I can't bear not cleaning my teeth twice a day. Me too. So what's with the kids trying to get out of it? (laughs) I don't don't understand it. Doesn't your mouth feel just gross without... Anyway, that's the thing. That's the thing. And you wouldn't believe the kinds of stuff that were revealed to us that the kids would do to get out of actually brushing oh, tell their me. teeth. Tell me, what is it that they how are they hiding this? So the little beggars, they'll go into the they'll go into the bathroom and they'll put a bit of toothpaste on their finger and rub it on their teeth so they can breathe minty breath on the parents and say they've brushed their teeth, right? They'll they'll turn the tap on and off. Oh my god. Um, so it sounds like they're brushing their teeth. Or they might even wet the toothbrush. So, you know, this is quite they, sophisticated. But if they did all methods. that, they may as well just clean their teeth. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's the same amount of effort. So this is a problem for parents. Um, now, I know you did this in conjunction with Philips. Philips Sonicare. Yeah. But, yeah. And they mentioned electric toothbrushes, which I think is interesting because we just got electric toothbrushes for our kids. Mm. And they definitely are better at cleaning their teeth. I mean, I don't I think it might be the gadget is I think it is. About it. One of the things they suggested to us because we often team with experts, um, field experts to help us in whatever we're looking at and, and in oral health Philip Sonicare came on board to give us some tips and tricks and they did say um, you know, let kids choose their tools. And I like that calling it a tool rather yeah. than a, you know, a toothbrush. Particularly work, would work well with my kids. We've got three boys. Um, but um, but letting them choose their tools. Now, whether that's an electric toothbrush and they find that that gets into those hard to reach places a little bit easier, whether it's fun. Some kids find the sensation a little too tickly. So it really depends on the child. But look, if it motivates them and it's working for you, it's a really good idea. Because they also have the little... Actually, I think the reason my kids love it is because my husband loves it. He has okay. one. I have a normal toothbrush. He has an electric toothbrush with the buzzer that goes off after two minutes. And so even though we've tried to get our kids to clean their teeth for two minutes, yeah, haven't been able to get there. But with the buzzer, they know. Like I'll, my daughter will dob on my son saying, he didn't clean his teeth yeah. for two minutes. <laughs> so it's good. Well, one of the other things, I mean, the, the electric toothbrushes work well to make sure that you're getting to those spaces, but you also need part of the habit and the routine is is letting them get that sort of hand coordination of brushing up and down as well. So if you can mix it up a little bit, mm. fantastic. Okay. Um, now, what kinds of preventative programs do you run 
um, through life education for school age kids because that's primarily where life education is, isn't it? It is. Look, we're in the preschools as well, and this is where a sort of healthy Harold, who we're mostly known for, healthy Harold the giraffe, who's been around for forty years this year. Wow! Um, in Australia, it's our birthday year. Um, but in, in pre- so in preschools, we particularly focus on on oral health, dental hygiene, and so. Um, uh, you know, kids sing songs that are about brushing your teeth. Um, Healthy Harold comes out and is um, had his morning routine, has eaten his breakfast, he's washed his hands, he's washed his face. And what's he forgotten, kids? Brush your teeth. And then they talk through things like that. So it's at that basic level for the preschoolers and continues into just our early years um, programs in, in, you know, K to 2. Yeah. So um, Healthy Harold has a bit more of an impact than parents, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> and so this was another interesting aspect of the survey that, um, you know, we can try as hard as we like as parents, but we're going to be less effective than dentists and then healthcare providers, people like life education or, or even the teacher in school. Um, so I think three out of five parents said that they found that, um, that, that the other experts, people outside of the family were more helpful. So... Um, you know, don't feel like you're failing as a parent if your kids aren't listening to you. There's a lot of people out there who feel the same way. So just bring in those resources. Make sure your school's getting extra programs. Make sure when you go to the dentist that the kids come with you and are familiar with that environment and get to chat to the dentist and they can reinforce those messages. And they'll often get a free toothbrush out of it, which every child Bonus. Loves. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, part of the reason you release this right before the holidays is that um, children actually drop off with their yeah. toothbrushing why during the holidays? I mean, you still have to have breakfast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> still go to bed. What is but, it about the holidays that's tricky for parents? Look, it's the routine's a bit all over the place. So the kids might sleep in a bit longer. We're not in that regular cycle. You might say, go brush your teeth, and then it just doesn't happen, even though you've said it once and twice and three times. It's that it's not much fun for the kids. So on a structured morning where they're used to doing A, B, and C, in a row in the morning and getting out the door. Holidays, you know, relaxes a bit. As parents, you know, we forget a bit too. Um, so one of the things that, that you know, the Philip Sonic has suggested that we, 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 we say to people is that, you know, try and make a game out of it, especially for the little kids. So your gadgets and the, and the timers are fantastic. And you can go into the app store and, and Google for apps that um, search in the, in the app store for apps that are timed for, for dentist and teeth brushing. And you'll find a range of ones that can make it fun and playful for the kids. So it can be a motivation. Um, a lot of parents told us they use reward charts and stickers. Um, I found, as a parent myself, you start those with the best of intentions and they drop off after a while, but they're, <laughs> yes. they're good to kickstart new behaviours and habits, and maybe that's what you need in the holidays. You know. Yeah, just an extra chart. There's some Easter eggs there <laughs> as sort of leverage. You can oh, um, yes. really, and, and that's the other thing, reminding them that the sugar stays on their teeth and you know you may need to brush a little bit more around Easter time as well. Depends how many eggs in that Easter egg It cunt. depends, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm scared. Kelly, thank you so much for coming in and chatting You're welcome. That's Kelly Sloan. She's a spokesperson for Life Education. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.